Welcome to Joy Sound Spotlight, a new segment of Joy Sounds that features individuals and organizations doing great work to support emerging artists. I'm your host, Chris Sampson. On today's show, we feature the Orange County School of the Arts Popular Music Conservatory. Founded by Dr. Ralph Opasik in 1987, the Orange County School of the Arts is a public charter school that provides a creative, challenging, and nurturing environment to bright and talented students to prepare them for higher education and a profession in the arts. We'll meet three students from the school's popular music conservatory, Alex Page, Isabella Machado, and Ethan Danto. During the show, Alex, Isabella, and Ethan will each perform one of their original songs. We'll also speak with Rachel Kramer, the director of the Popular Music Conservatory, and faculty member Tony Torres. But let's start by meeting the students. Please welcome Alex Page, Isabella Machado, and Ethan Danto to Joy Sounds. Hi, you guys. Thank Thank you. you. So great to have you here. What is a day or a week like as a student here at the school? So we go to school, like regular academic classes from 8.05 to 1.30. And then we have a short little break from 1.30. And then classes for music started at 2.15 for us. Okay. And then usually after that, we get out at 5 or 4.50. And then usually Mm -hmm. we'll have an extra rehearsal or something else going on beyond that. Yeah, so it's long days, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> what kind of classes do you have to take? There are many classes in the Popular Music Conservatory. Particularly this year, I'm taking classes such as uh, business and media. I'm actually TAing for songwriting. So you can take songwriting, bass, guitar, drums, voice, arranging. Are they lessons or classes or what? How are those structured? All classes. So all of these are specific classes. I'm here particularly for voice. Uh, So all all of us are here for voice. These students are here for their particular uh, segment. Great. But we take many different classes. So you're all have an emphasis in voice, Mm -hmm. but you're also all songwriters, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a voice class, but there's also a separate songwriting class that a student in any focus of any instrument can take that class too. So it's not just vocals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I could be a drummer. Yeah. And still take a songwriting class. Yeah, I think class. everyone has to at some point. Yeah, yeah so I think There's every like two instrument. Levels. Yeah. All of you have been willing to actually share a song with us today on the show, which yeah. is very, very cool. I'd love to start with Alex, Alex Page. Yeah. So what song do you want to play for us? Um, I'll be playing Gemini today. I wrote this one this last summer. It's just about falling for a friend and kind of being taken aback by the feelings. And I think the chorus, when I say like, I don't even mind she's a Gemini. It, for me, it was just about being shocked at how much... I liked them and how fast the feelings came upon me. Did you recently release a single? I did recently release a single, yeah. It's called Stripes. It came out February 28th. It was my first one I ever recorded. But yeah, I wrote it a long time ago too, so I've been holding on for for a long time. But Congratulations. Thank you. That's fantastic. Is yeah. there any plans to release Gemini as a single? I haven't recorded it yet. I really want to at some point. I recorded a different one in January called Frank. That one I'm aiming for a summer release. Gemini is in the works still. Yeah, for Fantastic. Sure. So this yeah. is a little preview yeah. from the Orange County School of the Arts Popular Music Conservatory. This is Alex Page performing. Gemini on Joy Sounds. Eyes like the ocean, she could swallow me whole, and sometimes I wish she did. I will 
That was Alex Page performing Gemini. Beautiful song, Alex. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. That, that's great. Okay, so you're all seniors mm-hmm. in the Popular Music Conservatory here. What's the next step? What do you do after graduating high school from a conservatory <laughs> uh, that emphasizes popular music? You know, everybody's path is different, and yeah. whatever path you go on is the path that's meant for you. Mm-hmm. I know particularly for me, I'm still deciding you know, depending on how things go, whether I'm going to attend college for mm-hmm. the next four years in the popular music program at hopefully wherever I get accepted into or taking a gap year and working on myself as an artist, continuing my songwriting. Yeah. And they're both, you know, great paths. 
don't know which one the right one is, never will know how the other one's going to turn out. Sure. So I have to ask, has that made this year particularly stressful? Knowing that you've had all of these options? Yeah. Has that that been for all three of you? Yes. I think it's also been a huge learning experience too, though, because for me, like releasing a single without just in the middle of high school, it's kind of made me realize like there's no prerequisite to music. You can just do it whenever you want. And so there's no right way to go about just putting stuff out there and releasing whatever you want, whenever you want. And the way music works too is like, you can have a studio in your room and just record whenever you want and release at any time without warning. So yeah, I think if anything, I've just learned that no matter what, where you get into or what you end up doing, like you're always able to make music. Isabella, are you, what are you thinking about? I actually just committed to Berklee College Yay, of Music. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Let's go, Bella. I've, for me, I've always known I wanted to be East Coast pretty much. Yeah. New York or Boston. I, I love Boston so much. Yeah. I went there for summer too and did a songwriting intensive and that made me really want to go. So I was surprised to find out that this school actually attracts students not just locally, but from clear across the country. There was a girl last year, Ellie Williams. She mm-hmm. came from mm-hmm. Kansas, like all the way from Kansas to go to this school. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And then there is Dari, who came all the way from Texas. Texas. And then there's a guy who also came from Texas. So everybody comes you know, from all over the place to go to this school. It's such an amazing experience here mm-hmm. because it brings all of these artists together so we can create the best music possible and learn off of each other. I know for me, I've become such a way better artist than I used to be. If I didn't if I didn't go to this school, I have no clue where I would be in my artist mm-hmm. career because of all of, you know, my friends and people that I hope to work with for the rest of my life. Even more than music too, yeah, just like the interdisciplinary work we do here is crazy. Um like last year I had a song I wrote with two friends was featured in an FTV film and television conservatory person's um, film. So then that, we got some recognition for that on like a film festival. And then even kids in visual arts will do album cover for us. And it's just, it's so cool the way we all work so together. So powerful. And- How about we hear another song? How about we hear one from Isabella? Yeah. <laughs> so this is Juno that you want to play for us now. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Tell me about this song. I came up with the idea. It's pretty simple. I just really like the name Juno. Like I've had it in yeah. baby name lists. <laughs> and then it sounds nice though. Yeah. It has a nice ring to it. I like looked up the meaning and Juno is a goddess, the wife of Jupiter, and it also means the queen of the heavens and someone who's loyal. So I kind of just wrote about that, but a little twist on it cuz the Juno in this song, she's not loyal and she left this person. Mm. Well, this one's in an open tuning. Is yeah. that something you like to explore a I lot do. or sort of open tunings? I do tunings? a lot of different yeah. tunings, yeah. yeah. What, does that, what does that do for your songwriting? Does it change things up for you? Um, yeah, I just started doing this recently a lot more because I found myself getting stuck with like the same chords yeah. and just to change yep. it up a little and find new fun things to do on guitar. This is Isabella Machado performing Juno on Joy Sounds. I've always been one to fall too hard, too fast I've never been great at making it last You said you'd come back when you were through Now you're living in the suburbs with someone new Juno, you don't know I go to Jupiter and back if it brought you Take it all, girl, from then you'd come home. 
Keeper of the heavens, keeper of my heart This empty space is tearing me apart The familiarity of your hands and your voice They bring me home, but you're not home Please come home Oh, girlfriend, you'd come home And I have to ask Juno Were you crossing your fingers When you promised to stay Bear with me, Juno I'm just learning to live with Isabella Machado, a student from the Orange County School of the Arts, performing her original song, Juno. Now let's meet some of the school's faculty. Please welcome the director of the Popular Music Conservatory, Rachel Kramer, and drum faculty member, Tony Torres. Welcome both of you. Thank you. Thanks Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell me, what do you teach here at the conservatory? Well, I teach advanced drums and the secondary class drum class, which is kind of a beginning drum class. Okay. Rock ensemble, and I also teach the junior high drum lab as well. And Rachel, what do you teach? Yeah, so I actually have the honor of um, overseeing the program. I'm the director of OSHA's Popular Music Conservatory. So basically what that means is I oversee our staff of 15 staff members. I build the curriculum and continue to uh, change the curriculum as I as we see fit with our students and what's needed. And um, I also have the pleasure of teaching a couple classes at the high school level. So I teach a music business and media course for our seniors. And then I also um, get to teach alongside Tony here with our rock ensemble class, which is basically awesome. our performance class for our high schoolers for our shows. Yeah. So this popular music conservatory, this is very unique. I'm really not sure of, of anything else exactly like it in the country. Yeah, so I started here at OSHA. This is my fifth year. So it's been about five years. And we actually started out as part of the instrumental music um, conservatory umbrella okay. here on campus. All right. So OSHA is a really special place. We have about 16 conservatories campus-wide. So anywhere from the School of Music, which um, we fall under, to a, we have a School of Dance, Musical Theater, Production and Design, Acting Conservatory, 
Um, the list goes on and on. Um, it's a really incredible place for students to really find themselves creatively. We started out with the Instrumental Music Conservatory, and we were actually previously called the Commercial Music Program. Okay. Um, and we only had a high school program. It was about 60 students large, and it was for ninth through 12th grade. Actually, Tony is one of, I think, our only remaining teacher that's been here since the start yeah. of our program and now what it's become. Do you want to talk a little bit about sure. like, what it started out? A fellow by the name of John Kubis, mm-hmm. whose dad is Tom Kubis. He was doing this program out of a trailer at Huntington Beach High and then approached OSHA with a, approached Barry Silverman and Ralph and uh, started the program nine years ago, which okay. is 40 kids. Yeah, yeah. And it was a new thing because before then it was just the orchestra or the woodwinds or the string ensemble. Which you'd usually find in a school of the arts like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing like this around here. So when I took over, like I said, about five years ago, um, the first thing that I did was kind of sit back and watch the watch the machine run and and see what was working and maybe what was lacking and that our students really needed. Yeah. So from there, one of the first things that I decided to do is create a personal mission statement just for our conservatory. And it's kind of stuck with us. And it's all about, and um, we want to promote a nurturing and empowering environment that promotes musical creativity, you know, individually, but then also musical collaboration and just collaboration in general. We have the honor, like I said, of having multiple conservatories, students from all different art forms that we get the honor of potentially cross-collaborating with here on campus. Yeah. So um, it's a constant dream and vision to expand our little bubble that is popular music here at OSHA and introduce our students to students that want to be um, stagehands and want to run sound and run lighting. We had a really great show last last fall, I want to say, but it was a Halloween takeover show, and we got to collaborate with the stage uh, makeup class and production design just opening those avenues, yeah, and yeah, those doors awesome. for our students um, to to hopefully meet other creatives that they can potentially get to work with when that's they great. leave here. And from everything that I can tell, you have the support of the leadership of the school. Absolutely. And as we've continued to expand our curriculum and really kind of, again, get this wave of interest in students that I think don't feel like they fit the mold of being in a, you know, a jazz group or a classic in the classical realm, they feel like they kind of find their fit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's been a really amazing place to work with. And the support of the administration has been really wonderful. If I were a student, how would I go about being considered so that I can enroll here? That's a great question. So you're going to keep hearing me say this. OSHA is a special place, but um, (laughs) we are a public charter school. So um, we're here in the city of Santa Ana in California, and students just have to go onto our website and apply for a spot here. The thing is, once, because again, we're a public charter school, once there are more applicants than there are spaces in our program, we actually hold a public lottery. So students will come and do something called placement activities. So we'll get to hear either video submissions and sometimes when we need to hear more from a certain applicant, we'll invite them on campus and hear various things, including cover songs. Sometimes students want to play some originals and we kind of just assess where they're at in their musical journey and place them in various pools. And then again, usually we do have more applicants than there are spaces. I see. And with our specific conservatory, again, living out our mission statement, we've decided at this point we want to keep it small in order to really serve each individual student and be able to help mold and shape them and push them to the artistry that they they want to pursue. Currently, we have a middle school and a high school program. 
Um, and our seventh and eighth grade <coughs> program is only about 30 students per year total. Wow. So that includes drummers, bassists, guitarists, pianists, and vocalists. That program automatically feeds into our high school program. And we also take new high school applicants and sometimes students want to transfer from another conservatory. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we usually keep our numbers at the high school about 60 students. So again, it's been really amazing because we really get to spend time with each of our students, figure out their strengths, and really um, create a culture to celebrate authenticity yeah. with each of our students and um, figure out where they want to go and how to get them there. As we're hearing from Ethan, Isabella, and Alex, you also get to work with some pretty extraordinary top-notch uh, talent. And that's got, that's got to be pretty rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's like I was saying earlier. <laughs> yeah. it, it gets scary, right? You know, <laughs> so, right? When you walk so away <laughs> scratching your head. They are absolutely driven. They are absolutely passionate. And we have to remind ourselves over and over that they are 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, and they right. don't have the mindset that we do as professionals. When we, we hold rock ensembles, we hold tech weeks, and we get frustrated because they are students. Right. You right. Know? And it's easy to take it for granted because everything else on the external is like, well, you should know this. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're 15 <laughs> yeah. years yeah. old, yeah, right? Exactly wait, right. you weren't alive when this song came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No worries. Yeah. And what are some of the outcomes that you're seeing from, from your graduates who have gone through the programs? Are you seeing certain college placements, certain pathways into the career? What, what, are, what are some of the outcomes? Yeah, it's been amazing to watch. Um, again, our overall goal is we, we want to focus on the individual and not just the entire group. So yeah. a lot of them, sometimes they don't want to pursue music and they want to be a nurse. Um, so um, here at OSHA, about I, gotta, f- I have to say, I'm going to pause right there. I love that. Yeah, I love when somebody actually has that arts education and wants to take that into another profession because yeah. I'm such a firm believer in how transferable those skills are Absolutely. and that we could use more more people with an artist sensibility in Absolutely. all professions. I so. talk about all the time. It's like, we're not teaching you to be the best musician you can be. We're trying to teach them how to be the best person that they can be. Love that. So it's about reliability, about accountability, about working in groups for the greater good to making something that you couldn't make on your own. Um, it really translates on all different forms of um, various careers. So yeah, we have students that move on and they want to be a scientist. Um, we had one student last year, Christopher Hughes, if you're listening, uh, he actually <laughs> missed graduation because he got an internship, I believe with NASA. NASA. Yeah. Um, but he was an amazing vocalist, uh, yeah. singer, songwriter, and and pianist. But he just had that that heart for technology. We also get to invite Dr. Rena Gupta every year. She's an amazing laryngologist. But again, kind of crossing over that science meets music meets taking care of yeah. the artist that I think has inspired a lot of our students as well. So yeah, we have those students that want to pursue the academic route, um, pursue a different career. We have some students that just leave and they want to jump right into the field. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some students that are singer-songwriters yeah. or songwriters that are currently getting approached by publishing the, companies. Yeah, and, that's the interesting part of dealing with popular music is is that it skews young, you know, in terms of where people could actually start to get a toehold in yeah. in the profession. And so it's it, it's not out of the question yeah. that they could actually leave high school and start start to actually get. Um, a career going, right? But yeah. w- with our curriculum, with music business and social media, and so they're learning skills that they can use, whether they go on to college or whether they just start their career. Right, right. Okay, my music business class taught me that I need to do this. I need to get a lawyer. I need to get a man. I need to get management. They're not just getting technical stuff from us and mechanical stuff as drummers or bassists right. and guitar players. They're also getting the knowledge 
to move on with their career, no matter which way they choose to go, whether they go to college or whether they start their career. It sounds like a very holistic approach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, there's definitely not an equation here, I guess I'd say. A plus B does not equal C. We have varying equations for each student that walks through our doors and, okay, well, what's your vision? And um, sometimes they get scared, I'm sure, as you heard. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing after you leave here? Yeah. And they're like, I don't know what the answer is. And I think that's the beauty of it all is, is if we do our jobs and we're trying to just create a space that helps them discover who they are and their brand and um, just them as a human being. I think to me, that's kind of the most important thing so that when opportunities come their way, it's like, well, does that fit my my goal and my dreams for myself? And is that helping me get closer to my vision? Love that. So the curriculum constantly changes. It does. I mean, <laughs> we have, we have kind of, I kind of have an idea of my curriculum, but depending on who's in the class yeah. and what their goals are and what their visions are, it pushes me as an instructor right, to have right. a, a, a forward-moving curriculum so that I can be inclusive of everybody. So we have, um, in the high school level, four large concerts a year, and three of them are themed concert, usually like cover songs of some kind or based around um, studying of certain artists. So we've done like a Prince tribute. We did a show earlier in January called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame featuring various artists. Um, but my favorite concert of the year that always constantly changes based on um, who's in our program is the original showcase for the high school. Sure, so, yeah, yeah. Um, again, a huge cross-collaboration vision. Um, we're featuring current singer-songwriters at the high school level. And then we also um, collaborate with a live horn section um, from the Jazz Studies program, a live string section from the Strings and Orchestra program. And then our student arrangers, we have um, two arranging classes. They're arranging and getting firsthand experience of how to work with a songwriter and their vision and create either background vocals for that artist, horn parts or string parts. And that's all featured live. It constantly changes. And again, kind of pushing students out of their comfort zone. They might not know they want to be an arranger or they might think, oh, I'm just a songwriter and I need to hire these people to help me create this bigger entity, which is my album. And yeah. um, just kind of open the doors and, and show them that, hey, you could do all of this yourself. Or at least, you know, kind of <laughs> throw them in the water. Like, yeah, you can swim, yeah, yeah. I promise. Like, we're going to help you with this. So, And I also know that you provide a lot of added value experiences for your students by bringing in guests to do master classes. And I do know that there's an emerging artist showcase in which you bring in guest judges to also give them some feedback. And that really amplifies their experience. I'll speak on um, OSHA's emerging artist. Um, this was a dream of mine that kind of came about, I want to say three, three, four years ago. I had this dream of creating the singer-songwriter band competition, all focused around uh, musical creativity and original content. And I wanted to expand it um, upon not just uh, it being about our small little bubble of currently back then 60 high school commercial music students, but um, reach out to those students all throughout campus. So they might be a creative writing student that is, a, they're an amazing songwriter, or they're in the culinary arts program here on campus and they songwrite on the side. Um, so it was an amazingly, overwhelmingly beautiful um, experience our first year to open that up and um, find our lucky seven finalists to move on. And then the winner um, every year gets $1,000 cash. And um, we actually pay for them to record a single with a, a certain producer. Nice. And again, my overall goal is it just to be about the students and helping them create quality content and a great experience full of feedback from people in the industry. And hopefully, again, surpassing not only our conservatory, but 
it branching out to those students in integrated arts and in musical theater that might not be focusing on songwriting, but just encouraging them to kind of create new music and share their art. And who are some of the clinicians that you've had in to give some masterclasses? Mike Garson, David Bowie's pianist. Um, just this last week, we had Elmo Lovano, the founder of Jam Card. Josh Freese, um, one of uh, just a prolific drummer. Yeah. yeah. An amazing guy. Um, Rich Hinman just came in yesterday, actually. He plays for Sarah Bareilles, uh, pedal steel and guitar. Dr. Gupta, like I said, every year comes and does um, a vocal health seminar. Shifts every year, again, based on the students. Um, India Carney, an amazing vocalist. So what's the future for the Popular Music Conservatory? Oh, gosh. So the big thing that changed this year, like I mentioned, we I had a dream and I wanted to create a middle school program. I had noticed over and over like the past two or three years that various parents and students um, from seventh and eighth grade, they wanted to be on our program so bad and just would ask over and over, well, is there anything that I can do now um, to be in your program, even though I'm younger? Um, so we created a middle school program um, and it's only one conservatory class um, Monday through Thursday, but it's all just about sparking um, musical creativity. So they have a junior recording class um, where they're learning Logic Pro right now, um, an intro to songwriting. Um, again, 12 to 13 year olds starting to write right away um, and then primary instrument training. So that was the big dream this year. Gosh, it's constantly changing. I'm currently, like I mentioned to you earlier, Chris, looking at changing the curriculum again. Um, <laughs> but I think that's the beauty of it. Um, just, you know, we're, we're in an industry that constantly shifts and changes. Yep. And I, like I said, my goal is to open up as many doors as possible for our students and maybe get them to fall in love with something they had no idea they wanted to pursue. Again, build the next generation of young artists that um, will hopefully we'll be teaching about soon when we're still here, <laughs> years and years later. Um, but, you know, be able to talk about the Ethan Dantos and the Alex Pages and the Bella Machados that, hey, like this, this student changed, the, you know, this person changed the game and, and here's why. Well, Rachel Kramer, Tony Torres... This has been such a pleasure to hear about your good work um, that you're doing. Not just good work, great work. I'm I'm kind of jealous of these students. This is <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> an amazing experience. So, so we've been talking with the director of the Popular Music Conservatory, Rachel Kramer, and faculty member Tony Torres here from the Orange County School of the Arts. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to our conversation with the students of the Popular Music Conservatory. And hear another song from them. Behind the school, I know, is a roster of amazing teachers. Tell me about a teacher that's made a significant impression on you. So I love all the teachers here, but specifically the songwriting teacher has really helped me find myself as an artist and as a songwriter. You know, without him, I honestly do not know where my music mm. and my musicality and me as a person not only an artist would be without him. He's a teacher, but he's a friend and he's a mentor. Gregory Fletcher is really good at teaching a large class, but going into the specific individual's perspective right then and there of mm. how like one song could be, you know, really upbeat and happy and the other song could be really depressing, yeah. you know, but he's really good at switching into the different groups or the different individuals of what they're trying to say you know, me being a senior leaving yeah. soon, yeah. I would not be the artist I am without Gregory Fletcher. That's inspiring. Alex, how about you? Yeah. So a little background. We have four shows a year here. We have one each year that's original showcase and it's all original compositions. And you have to um, submit like, I think three songs max, mm -hmm. and then they get selected by the instructors. So my sophomore year, I submitted the first two songs I've ever written and no one had heard them before. I was very secretive about it and just submitted them kind of on the fly. 
And then Mrs. Kramer actually heard them and came up to me and was like, I love your songs. You have to record them. Please check out this artist named Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe's album like just changed my life completely. I started writing in a whole new different way after I listened to that album. And um, Mrs. Kramer was the first one who like had heard my songs and really believed in me and pushed me to perform them. And yeah. So it's been great being here all these years. Yeah. And- Isabella, how about you? There's a teacher here. He's actually my drum teacher this year. His name is Tony Torres. And I consider him like a school dad <laughs> for me. So I would be like, 100% yeah, sure. I'm yeah. sure like many yeah. students will agree with that. He's so good at what he does and he just shows you how much he cares and loves for the students too. He'll take time out of class to just talk with us and make sure we're doing okay. Like every class, especially after shows. Mm-hmm. And it's just very sweet. And I was recently just like super sick and we had a show coming up and I was there for tech week and like every single day he'd come up to me and be like, Bella, are you okay? Like hmm. check if I had a fever. And if I did, he would like have me like go home. He's just like the sweetest guy ever and so talented and inspiring. And I just, I love him so much and I'm going to miss him a lot. So what strikes me is this individualized approach, getting to know you yeah. as, as, as an individual as rather than sort of a student ID number. The teachers have really focused on what your vision is and helping you figure out what you want to mm-hmm. become, mm-hmm. not specifically as a classroom as a whole, but every individual. And that's something so special about this school and the teachers here in the community because it's really focused, you know, still in a classroom environment, but focusing on what you want to do yeah. in your life and yeah. helping you figure that out. <laughs> well, Ethan, Isabella, Alex, what a pleasure it is to talk to you today. This has been Thank fantastic. You so I, I wish you so uh, great luck with uh, not just the upcoming year, but everything that uh, lies ahead of you. Because I know uh, uh, we're going to stay in touch, and I expect to hear big things from you. No pressure, <laughs> Thank but you. no, I, I I I know that there's you've guys got a remarkable future. But how about we close this episode with another song? Yes, and this one's going to come from Ethan. So, Ethan, what do you want to play for us? I will be playing my song "Alarm" for you guys. Okay. Ironically. This song happens to be about the girl that's sitting right next to me on my right. Um, <laughs> you want to say what happens in songwriting class stays in songwriting class, but that's oh, not true. It no. actually gets released and it performed in audiences. It recording studio yeah, and you get yeah, it recorded yeah. and released out to the hey, public. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's call it an occupational hazard, shall we? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so so Alarm is, is, is about being or uh, wanting to be in a relationship, but knowing that you know, it's not the best for both of the individual's worlds and realizing a little too late when you're in a room and decide to pull the alarm to as a warning to, you know, get out, even though all you want to do is be in the room with that individual and like hold their hand while everybody else leaves because the alarm, but you never get that opportunity and you decide to finally, after figuring it out, to let it all go. Ethan Danto, Isabella Machado, Alex Page, thank you so much once again for being on this. Nothing but good luck to you in the future. And let's close out this show with Ethan Danto performing Alarm on Joy Sound. Just like I 
had always dreamed Before I knew this would take a turn I'd burn up in your world to set off this alarm Just so you can scorch my heart and forget about me But I won't forget about you When you struck an arrow right through my heart Faster than an archer can shoot Couldn't even dodge it if I tried Cause you got me so confused Why do I keep running back to you? Next time I won't pull this alarm To be with you Lost in here, so take my hand This not a routine Wish this alarm would last for years For centuries But days are short when all I do Is try to meet your needs With the feelings of my sleeves Just so you can scorch my heart And forget about me But I won't forget about you When you struck an arrow right through my heart Faster than an archer can shoot Couldn't even dodge it if I tried Cause you got me so confused Why do I keep running back to you? Next time I won't pull this alarm To be with you Faster than an archer can shoot Couldn't even dodge it if I tried Cause you got me so confused Why do I keep running back to you? Oh how can I? Oh how can I? Oh how can I? How can I forget about you? When you struck it Faster than an archer can shoot You left me in a burning room of regrets Cause you had me so confused But I would've given everything to you But next time I won't pull this alarm To be with you My thanks to the Orange County School of the Arts and to the Popular Music Conservatory for hosting me to create today's show. Also, my thanks to today's guests, Alex Page, Isabella Machado, Ethan Danto, Tony Torres, and Rachel Kramer. To learn more about the Orange County School of the Arts, please visit www.ocsarts.net. Thanks for listening to Joy Sounds. 
Be sure to download our weekly podcast featuring the brightest emerging and breaking artists in music. Also, tune into Joy Sounds Radio, Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Information about the podcast and Joy Sounds Radio can be found at www.joysoundsmusic.com. Until next time, this is Chris Sampson saying be well and take care of yourselves.